0: You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we are currently in a series walking through the story of God, the story of the Bible in a year. Uh, and so today we find ourselves uh, in the book of Judges. We've kind of walked up to this point And um, I want to just encourage you to, uh, if you want to continue to follow along with what we're doing in this series or other series, we have uh, I'll teach you, or I encourage you to go over to teachmethebible.com, uh and check out uh, some of other resources we have, daily devotionals, uh, book studies, Bible studies uh, that will be helpful for you in continuing to understand this story. Um, you can find question and answer with David even as, as we uh kind of walk through these things but again we today we find ourselves in judges uh we've seen how Israel has now through uh, Joshua begin to conquer the land and we read about judges and priests and kings and prophets and in Deuteronomy and how they're supposed to help uh Israel operate according to what is good mm-hmm. and right in the eyes of the Lord right. and so we're going to check in on the book of judges and see how things are going yeah, so with that. I'll doing. turn it over well, to you. <laughs>
1: um, it's not going so great. Right. Right. Uh, and so the book of Judges, uh, is, uh, is the, you know, beginning of how's Israel doing in the land, the judges, the priests, the Kings, the prophets, these were the officers, uh, who really uh, appear in the, in the messianic spot mm-hmm. over Israel to ensure that Israel, as you said, did, did what was good right in the eyes of the Lord. Um, if they followed the word of the Lord, if they followed Deuteronomy chapter 20, uh, and they were they were to totally eradicate the mm-hmm. you know all the ites, the Amorites, Hittites, Canaanites, Jebusites, you know, always say termites, if it's an ite, right. kill it, you know, <laughs> man, woman, child, kill because they will cause you to follow uh, their gods. Right. Uh, and uh, and so what chapter one of Judges does is it is it uh, checks in and says, Well, how is uh each tribe doing and it begins with the with the tribe of Judah um uh, interesting i love this out now the lord was with judah this is in 119 and they took possession of the hill country but they could not drive they could not drive out the inhabitants of the valley because they had iron chariots i i, I, I love that. that right they had well i mean come on you know i, I mean the lord can you know wipe out Pharaoh's army full of chariots, yeah by the way. full of full of chariots and uh, uh and wipe them out in the sea uh but that you know but You're iron chariots I mean you. those are tough you know it's right. like kryptonite for the lord right <laughs> no 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 uh, it wasn't because you know in other words i think what's going on here is the, is this is this is the people's excuse Well, they right. had iron chariots so you know the lord uh actually uh, we're going to find a little bit later in the story that iron chariots, turns out they're not such a problem for the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but uh, uh, but then the, the Jebusites, it says, the Jebusites um, lived with the sons of Benjamin in Jerusalem until this day. That's in verse 21. Uh, Jebus, was Jebus was the city of Jebus uh, was the city of Jerusalem mm-hmm. um, or Shalom. Jerusalem is to, Jeru is to contend, con- contend for the, the, the city of Shalom, Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Um, likewise, the house of uh, of Joseph went up against Bethel. And so so the, the tribe of Joseph, they failed. Uh, Ephraim didn't drive out the Canaanites. Um, so the Canaanites lived among them. And, and you can see where this is going if you know the book of Deuteronomy. If you don't wipe them out, they're gonna lead you astray. They're gonna cause you to follow their gods. And mm-hmm. sure enough, Zebulun doesn't uh, drive out. Uh, Asher doesn't drive out the Canaanites. Uh, Naphtali doesn't drive out, uh, the Canaanites, uh, the, uh, the Canaanites, uh, the Amorites forced the sons of Dan into the whole country. Um, uh, they persisted. And I like that, that, you know, we, we'd really like to be driven out, but we're, we're going to have to persist here. <laughs> <We're gonna> persist. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's, it's such a, uh, excuse me, but we're, we're, we're going to have to take exception to that. We're, <laughs> we're going to have to live here. You know? Uh, no, uh, no every tribe fails mm. and so the angel of the lord that this is the angel of the lord that that is a was promised back in uh, in uh, exodus 33 that has appeared in in Joshua chapter 5 uh, he uh, he came up to Gilgal to Bochim. Bochim is uh, it means weeping. Mm. And I uh, said I brought uh, you up from uh, Egypt from the land uh to which I swore to your fathers and said, I will never break my covenant with you, mm-hmm. right? Um, This reminds us back of, you know, Joshua at I, you know, oh, Lord, you know, what do you do? And you brought us out here to kill us. I mean, this is what Israel been saying the whole time. Right. And uh day three. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. the, the Lord says to Joshua, not me. Mm-hmm. I, I kept my end of the deal, mm-hmm. right? It's you. Sin is in the camp, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I will never break my covenant with you, but as for you, you shall make no covenant with the inhabitants of the land. You shall tear down their altars and, uh, and destroy. But you have not obeyed me. What is this you've done? So mm. I've done my part. You haven't done your part, right?
0: You don't want to hear that from the Lord. What no. is this you have done? Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What is
1: this uh, you have done? And so uh, and so, because they didn't wipe out the ites, mm. the ites are going to cause them to follow their gods. They're going to go and serve the Baals. Uh, and so this is introduced to what we mentioned a couple weeks ago uh, in the book of Deuteronomy, the cycles of sin. Uh, the, uh, Israel would go f- serve foreign gods, serve the Baals. They would forsake the Lord their God. Uh, then the Lord would bring a people against them, uh, the Gentiles, to rule over them, to subjugate them. Mm-hmm. Um, then Israel would cry out to the Lord. They would repent. The Lord would raise up a judge. Uh, to restore them, and he would deliver them, and then the cycle would start right back mm-hmm. over again. And so uh, you you see this repeatedly throughout the book of Judges.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the, the The first judge on the scene is Othniel. I love this story of of Othniel. Um, uh, you know we we mentioned it uh, last week. Well, um, we we you know I I love this story. Um, uh, and it's uh, it's the story uh, of how does this the storyteller tell you we're starting with a good judge right well Othniel uh is is Caleb's um son-in-law right mm-hmm. um and and so Caleb says here's the deal if anyone can conquer a city like I did mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. single-handedly <laughs> um then I will give. This person, this, this man, my daughter, mm-hmm. as a bride, and you think, was that like a trophy wife? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you don't conquer stuff unless the Lord is with you. Yeah. You know, yep. so he says, uh, so, so I love this. What he's saying is, uh, if you have a faith just like mine, hmm. if you're faithful just like I am, wow. because there's only two people that made it through the first yeah. generation, yeah. me and Joshua, yeah. right? And I ain't so sure about Joshua, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but me, I'm sure about. Right? If you have a faith like me, if if you're faithful like I am, mm-hmm. then you can marry my daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? And Othniel yeah. does it, and so so this is how the storyteller yeah. tells you. Othniel is just. I mean, just top-notch. Yeah, and, and that's such a good example of needing to know what's come before. Yes.
0: Because you can't interpret that saying that you can only conquer cities if the Lord is with you yes. and if you are trusting in Him. And so uh, that's a really great example of needing to know what's come before in order to interpret what's yep. later. Yeah, yep.
1: uh, and all the details. Uh, then uh, uh, you get uh, the, the Ehud and uh, Deborah and Barak. Shamgar mm-hmm. is mentioned in there. Shamgar, that's interesting because uh, it doesn't appear to be a... a, a a, a Jewish name. Hmm. Uh and then you get uh to uh the song of uh, of Deborah. Then in chapter 6 you're introduced to this guy named Gideon and mm-hmm. and uh uh and Gideon um he's his his name he's called Gideon. He's also called Jerubbaal. Oh. He contends with Baal. Um Israel wants him to be king. Hey, you you know, you you be king over us. He says, "I will not be king over you." Uh, but I will violate all of the rules in Deuteronomy chapter 20 pertaining to the king. Let me take your gold. <laughs> I'm going to multiply, uh, you know, riches. I'm going to yep. uh, multiply wives. And, uh, and oh, by the way, I'd like to introduce you to my son. Really? What, what's his name? Well, his name is... Uh, Abimelech.
0: Abimelech.
1: Uh, uh, what does that mean? Uh, my father is king. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, which is uh, oh, greatly ironic. And it so really this, is. Uh, and so this uh, gets just gets worse and worse. The uh, mm-hmm. you're introduced to some minor judges along the way. There's a judge Jair. Uh, uh, this this uh, uh, he had thirty sons who rode on thirty donkeys, right? And had thirty cities. Uh, he mm-hmm. and he named the the cities the the towns of Jaar. And so, mm-hmm. if you know the story, mm-hmm. right? If you go all the way back to Genesis chapter four, where uh, Cain has a son, Enoch, and builds a city and names it after the name of his son, and uh, and then in chapter eleven of Genesis, uh, you know everybody's building this city and mm-hmm. to make man's name great. But now you have these um, these judges mm-hmm. who are. Multiplying wives, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know how you get uh, thirty sons. uh, (laughs) Such a good point. (laughs) uh, uh, And uh, who rode thirty donkeys? uh, You Mm -hmm. know, so who rides the donkey? Well, the king rides the donkey, and Mm -hmm. so they're multiplying uh, wives. They're acting like kings. They're naming cities after themselves, and you're going, well, this is this is horrible. It's like, you're, you're reading through this, and it's kind of like watching a poker game, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm this evil. And then yeah. the next one comes on the scene and says, I'll, I'll see your wickedness, <laughs> and I'll raise you, right? You get over there with Isbon over there in chapter 12, and says uh, he had 30 sons and 30 daughters. Yeah, wow. Uh, who he gave in marriage outside the family. Mm-hmm. And he brought in 30 dollars for the 30 sons. Wow. Right? And uh, uh then you skip down a little bit and Abdon. He says, well, I have 40 sons and 30 grandsons, <laughs> around 70. And you're just going, this is just getting ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, you know, every one is worse than the last one. Yeah. And then you get this Samson guy who comes on the scene and, you know, and he uh, he's uh, born to begin to deliver Israel. Now, one of the things that happens is all the way through these judges, the Lord judges Israel. Israel cries out to the Lord. The Lord raises up a judge mm-hmm. and delivers them. But in this last cycle, uh, which is uh, the Samson story, uh, Israel does evil. Does evil in the eyes of the Lord. He raises up the Philistines and uh, to judge uh, to judge Israel. Uh, but Israel is not delivered. It says Samson uh, began to deliver Israel. Mm-hmm. Right, and the thing that's missing in this story is you don't see Israel's repentance. And so right. Israel doesn't cry out to the Lord. Uh Samson does what's good and right in his own eyes, the whole story. Mm-hmm. It's only after his eyes are gouged out that he begins to deliver Israel. He begins to do what's good and right in the eyes of the Lord after, after he can't his, see according to his own eyes. Yeah. And we've seen we've heard that language all the way through the story. Mm-hmm. And so so that, you know, the 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 storyteller is working from the book of Deuteronomy and saying the the judges are failing, right? right? And so now let's it, it, the judges have utterly failed. Let's look at the priests. Mm. Certainly, they are doing better than that. <laughs> and and no, they're it's horrible, right? Um, there was a certain man in the hill country right of Ephraim whose name was Micah, and uh, he had eleven hundred pieces of silver, which were taken. Uh, he he says to his mom, "The eleven hundred pieces of silver which were taken from you, which you uttered a curse in my hearing, uh, behold, they're they're with me. I I, I took them, right? So." The you know the the story you know kind of the 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 camera kind of shifts over here to this you know to this man in the hill country of Ephraim and you're going well why do we care about this? Mm-hmm. Um, in the story it talks about this this mom who had silver stolen and the son comes and says I yeah I stole it uh, and, and then. Um, uh, and then uh she uh she wholly dedicates, she says, I wholly dedicate the silver that my son stole mm. to build a graven image. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you're going now wait a second. That's a violation of uh you know the Ten Commandments, right, right? right? Build a graven image. Uh and uh if you make a vow to the Lord, you uh must be sure to keep it. Uh this is uh chapter twenty Deuteronomy 23, mm-hmm. verse 21 and following. And so you make a vow, you got to keep the vow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now she's made a vow to break the law. Right. Well, what do you do? Do you break the law, or do you break the vow? Well, she does both. <laughs> <laughs> she oh, she boy. uses only two hundred pieces of silver. <laughs> still does the graven image. Still breaks the law. And wow. you going, it, it can't get worse no, than like, No, no, yeah, that. yeah it does, That's yeah, it does. And so then they, uh, the the man Micah had a shrine, and he made an ephod and a household idols, and he consecrated one of his sons to become the priest. Yikes. And so, you know, he's the priest, and uh, in those days there was no king in Israel. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. And uh, now there was a young man from Bethlehem of Judah, the family of Judah, which was a Levite, and he was staying there. And the man departed from the city, and uh, and he's going to find a place. And so he he's got this guy who's got his sons and they're playing priest which you're not supposed to do cuz right. it's supposed to be a levite. levite here comes the levite walking by don't know what he's doing and the you know this the family says hey let's
0: make this thing legitimate yeah <laughs>
1: why don't we hire you well you're not to be a priest for hire that's mm-hmm. a violation mm-hmm. so this guy's you know, a priest for hire or he's taking bribes and priests for hire and, wow. and you're going, This can't get any worse. Oh yeah, it does. Uh, then <laughs> then uh you look out the window, right? You look out the window and there the tribe of Dan is walking by and you're going, Where are they going? <laughs> well, they well, they were supposed to, you know, conquer the land down there around Joppa, but we're up here in the north and and here they're passing by the window and you're looking going, Well, where are y'all going? And well, we're going north and, and so they hire this guy he says why would you you know be a priest for hire for a family when you can wreck a whole tribe Let's, you know come come work for us and so off they go and oh, man. and so then they go up there and and set up uh you know high places and and uh, everything in violation uh of of the the law and uh and this is in chapter uh, um they called the name of the city Dan, the name of the city after the father who was uh, was born in Israel. However, the name of the, the city was formerly Laish. This is in chapter 18, verse now 30. Yeah. And the sons of Dan set up for themselves the graven image. And Jonathan, son of Gershom, son of, the, the New American Standard says son of Manasseh. Uh, now, um, if you know the story, uh, you know that Jonathan, son of Gershom, is son of Moses. Oh, wow. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, many old manuscripts read Moses here as it should. Uh, and some put a, uh, an N. The, some manuscripts have a noon. We call it, it's a, it's a Hebrew N. Mm-hmm. It's suspended in between the M and the S of mm-hmm. Moses, right? Mm-hmm. To change it from Moses to Manasseh. So in other words, wow. we all know it's Moses, but you don't. We're not blaming this we're on Moses. Bl- we we're not going to blame this on the great prophet Moses, even though it's a direct descendant. Wow. We'll blame it on Manasseh. He uh. he can take the hit. It's okay, right? <laughs> uh, and so you're going, what? Huh. This can't get worse, and you, you just wow. can oh, No, it can get worse, oh, uh, and, and then it goes into this story of uh, there was a uh, there was a certain. Uh, uh, Levite, who had a concubine who played the harlot, and you are going. Oh boy, <laughs> what? I just this whole thing just keeps going down right. the hill faster and faster right. and faster. And you thought the judges were bad; the priests are worse. And by mm-hmm. the by the time you get to the end of the book of Judges, the priests are absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the when the screen, uh, you know, kind of comes back to life, or the curtain comes up in the First Samuel, Eli uh, is the priest. <coughs> His sons are called sons of Belial. Mm. Uh, there's no king in Israel. Every man does what's right in his own eyes, mm. and so Israel says, "We want a king, mm. um, like the other nations." Mm. Oh, this is here about we go to again. Get- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see where this is headed. Yeah. And so you're just watching this story kind of careen down the hill, just you know, crashing down the hill, and and at every stop along the uh-huh. way, it's getting worse. And worse, and worse, and uh, and so the book of Judges is this beginning of the evaluation of how is Israel doing in the land, mm-hmm. the beginning of the evaluation of the judges, uh, the end of the evaluation of judges. They're failing. The last judge uh, is going to be Samuel. He's going to introduce the king um, in uh, in the book of our first uh, first Samuel. Yeah, um, but uh, but the judges have failed. The priests are failing. And now Israel is going to Shaal ask for a king, and mm-hmm. God's going to give them what they ask for. We're going to give them Saul. Wow! Uh, wow. And, and so we're heading towards a king, and we're just going to see think. how the kings are doing. You know, how that's going to go. The kings are going to do what's good in their own eyes and cause Israel right. to sin. And so, so the Book of Judges, uh, important book, uh, amazing stories mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in the Book of Judges.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, just all of this, I think, highlights. When God says in Exodus that He's slow to anger, <laughs> oh. I mean, how long is the period of the judges? Something like four hundred yeah, years or something yeah. like that. You know, um, for Him to sit and watch all of this, and even offer them blessing when they repent in those early cycles is just the, the mercy and the long suffering, slow of to the anger, Lord. and it's gonna going to keep loyal in His love
1: <laughs> even after they rebel against Him. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Bayless said years ago uh, he was talking about uh, something. He said, "If I was God, I would wipe me out a long time ago." And we all laughed because we thought it was funny. And, and he just looked at us with a stone face yeah, and said, don't laugh. Right? I'd have wiped you out first. <laughs> you know, I said, if Dr. I was Bayless. God, Israel would have I been a, a you know poof. Yeah. I wiped them up. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, and if if I was God, I'd have wiped me out a long time right. ago. Um, yeah. I I'd make myself <laughs> sick. <laughs> No, we laugh. We laugh
0: about it, but it's we all do. Because what else can you do? Right. It, it, you know, it's just uh, you
1: know, how many times have you said, "Lord, if you will rescue me, if you will help me this one last time, then I'll never do it again." Right. Like you know, three seconds later, you're right <laughs> back to doing the, the same stuff or whatever it is. And, good. Yep. Uh, and it's just you know, it's and 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 really, this whole thinking that we can negotiate with God, God takes bright. We just don't know. We don't know the character of God, right. and, and Israel didn't know the character of the Lord. Uh, and uh, in the book of Judges, though, you're starting to see the contrast between Israel's lack of faithfulness yeah. and the Lord's faithfulness. And so you start to understand why why Paul would say something like, he is faithful when we're faithless because he cannot deny himself. He, yeah. He's going to keep his promises. Mm-hmm. And so, so just amazing book of faithfulness yeah. of the Lord.
0: Well, so some of the words that sort of stick out to me, and maybe this is because of my uh, perspective as a family pastor, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, is this, this, this language of these generations rose up and they forgot, you know, or, or they, they rebelled against the Lord. And, and I think that highlights this failure of, I mean, all through Deuteronomy, we're reading fathers, teach your sons, yep. you know, put it on the doorpost, bind it on, you know. Um, yep. And I think this is all highlighting a failure of the, of the father's well, and well, and of the judges and the leaders to teach, and the fathers and the mothers to teach, um, because they don't they don't know the word, they don't know the law. And I think well, they they yeah.
1: don't they may know it, mm. but they don't live it. So, right. in other words, the problem that all throughout Israel's history mm-hmm. is that the word doesn't change their heart. Mm. These words which I am commanding you today shall be on your heart, wow. uh, because that which fills the heart comes out of the mouth. Uh, at, at the end of Deuteronomy. Uh, I love what, uh, what Moses says. We think that the, the law is hard. It's, it's too difficult. You can't do it. Well, that's not what Moses says. Mm. Uh, Moses says, this is in, uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 30, this law is not too difficult for you. Uh, it is, uh, um, this commandment is not too difficult for you. It's not out of reach. It's not unrevealed. It's not in heaven that you would say, who will go up and get it? Uh, it's not in a foreign land. Who will go over to the sea and get it? But the word is very near you. It is in your mouth mm. and in your heart that you would observe it. So, see, I set before you today life, and they translate life and prosperity. This is in chapter thirty, verse fifteen of Deuteronomy. It's actually I've set before you life and good, mm-hmm. death and evil. So choose life. Wow. Choose dough. Choose yeah. tove. Choose good. Let this word. Be on your heart. Meditate mm-hmm. on it day and night. Blessed is the man back to Psalm one who does yeah. not walk in the way, but his meditation is on the law of the Lord and uh, and the character of God. They don't do it. They won't do it. Uh, and yeah. because they don't let it penetrate who they are, it doesn't penetrate how they live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, one of the things that you'll see with uh, uh, with kids 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 know a hypocrite when they see one. Yeah. And uh, it's not, you know, as a parent, you don't have to be perfect, right? Uh, but you do have to be honest, Mm -hmm. you got to call balls and strikes on them Mm -hmm. for their good, but also on yourself, yeah. So, Lord, I'm blowing it again, (laughs) you know. And and when your kids see that you keep short accounts with the Lord, Mm. uh, they 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 go, ah, uh, yeah, mom, dad, they they believe this stuff, you know, uh, and and so. Um, the failure to live it out, the failure to let these words penetrate your heart and, mm-hmm. and meditate on them day and night, right. uh, will change who you are. Yeah. A failure to do it will uh, will not change who you are. Yeah. You'll be wow. hypocrites, and uh, and uh, your children will not follow your ways. Yeah. So. Man.
0: Well, so um, we are in Judges, and we see that uh, not all is well in Israel. The yep. judges fail. The priests are worse than the judges yeah. and spoiler alert is not going to get better for yeah. a while
1: and the Buckle lord's going to continue to wait. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you thought it was bad? Just wait. It's going it's, it's, it's heading it's heading for worse. Yeah, so but there's going to be a bright spot. That's we're right. going to be introduced to a to a couple bright spots. Saul isn't all bad. He's uh he starts off really uh, great. Uh and then we're going to be introduced to David. Mm-hmm. Uh, and David is just well, uh, a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. But even David's going to fail. Yeah. And so we'll uh, we'll get into that next time. That's good.
0: All right. Well, we, uh, well thank you, Doc, for uh, walking us through the book and continue to walk us through the story. Um, we uh, thank you for tuning in and listening in with us. And we encourage you to hop in next week as we continue to uh, watch this story unfold. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's Word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.